Hi, this is Elizabeth Smith-McCrossan, here to provide you with my weekly constituency update for Cumberland North. Today is Tuesday, July the 18th, and today's update is going to focus on Canada and the Chignecto Isthmus. It's in the news now, each and every day. I want to talk about why it's not only important to us here in Cumberland County and Westmoreland County, but is important to our entire country of Canada. I learned what a peninsula was back in elementary school. It's from the Latin words pain, meaning almost, and insula, meaning island. It's a piece of land bordered mostly by water, but connected to the mainland. Nova Scotia is a peninsula, and the Chignecto Isthmus is a connecting piece of land connecting Nova Scotia to the rest of Canada. As a young entrepreneur here in Cumberland County, I attended the Atlantic Canadian Chamber of Commerce Conference in Fredericton, New Brunswick many years ago. I believe it was around 2007. It was during the days when the, quote, Atlantic Gateway, unquote, concept of Atlantica was being promoted. And shortly thereafter, the federal government, along with Atlantic provincial governments, established or published a paper called the Atlantic Gateway and Trade Corridor Strategy connecting Canada with the world. This included immediate measures and future directions to achieve the vision of a strategic, integrated, and globally competitive transportation system supporting the movement of international commerce. It is comprised of major ports, like the Halifax port, international airports, key border crossings, and the road and rail connections between Atlantic Canada and North America's major markets. The Atlantic Gateway and Trade Corridor was focused on taking advantage of our strategic location, which Cumberland County, Nova Scotia, and Westmoreland County, New Brunswick, and the Chignecto Isthmus have been at the heart of for centuries with our natural trading partners in the U.S. Eastern Seaboard. Confederation, back in 1867, was actually inspired by political leaders of the day who wanted to capitalize on our natural trade corridor by connecting the Maritimes with what we now know as Canada by a national railway. Sir Charles Tupper led this charge. He was from here in Cumberland County. And he led this charge first with talks of a maritime union, which then led to Confederation of Canada. Tupper envisioned the railway growing the Maritimes through this increase in trade activity with all of Canada. The area along our Chignecto Isthmus has a long history of being recognized for its valuable strategic location for commerce, for trade. The Indigenous have been on this land for thousands of years, and in the early 1600s, the British and French began exploring our area, eventually building Fort Beauséjour, Fort Lawrence, and Beaubassin before the expulsion of the Acadians in 1755. Britain and France fought over this area because of its valuable strategic location near waterways, America, and Europe. The Chignecto Isthmus is approximately 21 kilometers wide or 13 miles wide and separates the waters of the Bay of Funday from those of the Northumberland Strait. The trade corridor is protected from the high energy and tides of our Bay of Funday, primarily from the historic earthen dikes originally constructed by the Acadians in the 1600s, which they did to assist in farmland development. 
Now, despite the long and rich history of trade and commerce using the Shiknecto Isthmus, there does not appear to be a sense of urgency or priority by the federal or provincial governments to ensure the Atlantic Gateway and Trade Corridor stays intact. Experts in climate change and the environment have been calling on all levels of government to protect these dikes along the 35 kilometers of the isthmus due to rising sea levels as a result of climate change. As storms increase in intensity and sea levels rise, the risk of catastrophic flooding and breaking critical infrastructure of road and rail is becoming more of a reality. Recently, even the outgoing chair of the board of directors of the Halifax Port Authority said the biggest risk to the Halifax Port is something out of their control. It's the rising sea levels of the Shignacto Isthmus. On average, trade, commerce, has been reported to be $50 million a day or $32 billion a year going through our trade corridor here on the Shignacto Isthmus. This supply chain carries many goods and food as an essential product that travels through our, our trade corridor. And Nova Scotia, we know, imports over 90% of the food we consume. Agricultural experts have cited data showing that if this critical supply chain were to be broken, this trade corridor through the Shignacto Isthmus, Nova Scotians could run out of food in less than one week. So calls for the government to take action seem to be falling on deaf ears. The province of New Brunswick did lead an engineering study to determine recommendations for protecting the dikes and the marshlands they protect. The study was finally released last year. Now, initially, the federal government stated they would cover 50% of the costs of the work and mentioned that Nova Scotia and New Brunswick could split the other 50% of the costs, as was the funding formula for the engineering study. Nova Scotia and New Brunswick never disputed this funding formula until recently when they publicly stated that the federal government should cover all costs. Now, Dominic LeBlanc, federal MP and Minister of Interprovincial Affairs, Intergovernmental Affairs, recently reminded the two premiers, Higgs and Houston, that they could apply for funding of $200 million from the Disaster Mitigation Fund. And the deadline is tomorrow, July 19th. The premiers are holding the line saying that the protection of the Shignecto Isthmus is a federal responsibility and they will challenge it in court if necessary. Last week, MLA Megan Mitten and I called upon both the Premier of New Brunswick and the Premier of Nova Scotia to ask them to reconsider their respective government's decision not to apply for federal disaster mitigation and adaptation funds to address the major flood risk that threatens our Shignecto Isthmus. The people here in Cumberland North that have contacted me tell me they don't care which taxman pays for the work. They just want the delays to stop and they want the work done. Most people know the effects will be devastating if a storm takes out our critical infrastructure of Trans-Canada Highway and CN Rail and breaks the supply chain. We also know that there's telecommunications, of internet, as well as critical utility infrastructure that carries our power across the Shignecto Isthmus that are also vitally important. Now, other areas of the country and the world, when they have ignored similar warnings, the results have sometimes been devastating. For example, the floods in Abbotsford, B.C. in 2021 
And then, of course, we all know what happened in New Orleans when the levees were breached following Hurricane Katrina. These are prime examples of what can happen when critical infrastructure work like this is not done to prevent storm damage. In the 1800s, the trade corridor of the Chignecto Isthmus area was a rich driving force that led to the Confederation of Canada. However, the Maritimes since has lost political influence and economic strength since the days of Confederation. This is why I believe federal leaders and even local provincial cabinet ministers have not given this the priority they should have. There is a lack of intellectual understanding and respect for the significance of this Atlantic trade corridor in which the Chignecto Isthmus is the heart of. There's a good argument by both our Premier of Nova Scotia and New Brunswick for the federal government to pay the entire bill to have this critical infrastructure built stronger. However, doing so could possibly expose our maritime provinces to be further weakened by a country that has often focused more on central Canada and western Canada, often dismissing our maritimes as a weak link. The provincial premiers of Nova Scotia and New Brunswick, I believe, would be better off contributing financially to the work and leading the charge to have the work completed as soon as possible. We now have an opportunity to show Canada why the Maritimes led Confederation and the value of our area, and in particular, our trade corridor of the Chignecto Isthmus. It's time to get the work done and get it done now. My office continues to be open here in the town of Amherst at 5 Ratchford Street, Monday through Friday, 8.30 to 4.30 every day. And you're welcome to come in, drop in and see my staff and I, or give us a call at 902-661-2288 if there's anything we can do for you. We're continuing to work on many issues, in particular, excellence in healthcare, affordability issues, our ch- children and education, as well as our economy and entrepreneurship Uh, We are focusing on other areas too, such as maritime collaboration, as well as truth and justice for victims of sexual assault and family violence. So uh, it's been a very, very busy the last couple of weeks. I know sometimes people think when you're not in the legislature that uh, things are quiet. They certainly are not in my office, although I tend to get a lot of phone calls from Cumberland South, uh, as well as from other areas of the province asking me for help. People know that as an independent, I'm nonpartisan, and my focus is working for what is best for the people. And I collaborate and I work with all other politicians, uh, regardless of political stripes, because I believe, uh, honestly, most of the people that I've met in politics just want to do what is right. And I'm certainly uh, eager to work with any of them that want to work on issues that are important to the people I represent here in Cumberland North, as well as to all people in Nova Scotia and our maritime region. And most recently, the the leader of the official opposition, uh, Mr. Zach Churchill, came here to our area last Friday to take a look firsthand at the Chignecto Isthmus. I took him and our local farmer, Doug Bacon. We drove out to the dikes so he could see firsthand uh, what we're talking about when we talk about these dikes that were built back in the 1600s. We talk about the high tides of the Bay of Funday and where the concerns are as far as uh, possible flooding and breaching them. So I look forward to continue working for you, the people of Cumberland North, Uh, Housing continues to be a very, very big issue, a real lack of housing, 
And uh, certainly if you know of anyone that has a home or property or an apartment that can be rented and or sold to families uh, and individuals that are looking for housing in our area, please do so. Contact a local realtor. And uh, we, we have many people in our area that cannot find a place to live. And it continues to be a very, very um, critical issue. And of course, as a registered nurse, I can tell you firsthand that a lack of housing has a direct negative impact on a person's health. So people need shelter. People need basic shelter. Uh, It's one of the foundation principles of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And when you're looking at health, um, housing is, is directly related. So those are some of the things that I'm working on on your behalf as MLA for Cumberland North. Again, uh, please contact my office at 902-661-2288 if there's anything we can be working on for you. And my staff and I are also continuing to work on preparing for the fall session of the legislature. A little good news to share as I close off my MLA update. My husband and I are the proud grandparents of a new beautiful baby boy. He was born yesterday. That's why my MLA update is is postponed for one day. Uh, his name is Bo Taylor James McCrossan. And I want to say congratulations to our oldest son, Thomas, and his partner, Christina Burbine, who uh, had this beautiful grandson yesterday. And Marie and I are just elated. We're so overjoyed. I really can't even put it into words. Those of you who are, who are grandparents already, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So we're just so, so happy and um, so, so pleased today to be able to share this great news with all of you. So on that note, I'm going to sign off and uh, say thank you to CFTA 107.9 for allowing me to share with you my MLA update, especially today talking about the Shignecto Isthmus. Take care, have a great week, and take care of others.